Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NBA. Well, PK, it's that time of year. The All-Star Game is in the rearview mirror, so it's time for teams to start shutting it down. It's the most wonderful time of the year? Kyrie Irving, (laughs) out indefinitely. Pain in his shoulder. I saw that last night. He missed 26 games earlier this year. He's got to see a specialist. Is this guy worth it? All the stuff that goes with it. And there's no denying his talent. Uh, I do not deny his talent. I think if you want to win a championship... He's done it, so I don't want to say you can't, but it's a dicey proposition. He was younger. I think he's going to have more high-maintenance behavior going forward than he did when he was younger and he won it. Because he but piggybacked I LeBron? I don't, well, exactly. And can he piggyback Durant? But I think that um, I don't think this is that. I think this is more the team going, I mean, yeah, we're a playoff team, but we're three games under five we We'll just get smoked by Boston or Toronto or Milwaukee. Why not Spencer Dinwiddie then? Let's shut it shut this guy down, and if that gets us a better draft pick, so be it. They're not going anywhere now. It's all yeah, about next year. I just year. don't know a draft pick is going to help a team that's trying to win it all. I agree, and they may end up flipping the draft pick. I mean, the Warriors may not end up picking a player. Well, can we get they them? Might. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to see. The teams that are making are preparing to make a serious playoff push, teams like the Clippers, they make their move. Detroit Pistons guard Reggie Jackson buyout agreement with the Pistons expected to sign with the Clippers after he clears waivers how much has Reggie Jackson got left in the tank how old is he he's got to be early 30s now because he was uh, in Oklahoma City when they were still really good before everybody took off was he really he's 29 he's not 30 missed it yeah well I mean I'm honoring him I knew it was a big deal that's where I wore my Yankee hat today Different Reggie Jackson, but that was a nice tie, though. Oh, I'll take it. Oh. And it's official. Dang. It's over. <laughs> and we know this. I just want to say one thing to get PK's reaction here. John Bielan is out after 54 games. The experiment, jumping from Michigan to the Cleveland Cavaliers, didn't work. He's all done. J.B. Bickerstaff will take over as full-time head coach. Son of a coach. Woo, man, you made me nervous there for a second. I thought I might. <laughs> Son of a coach. <laughs> son of a what? Son of a coach. <laughs> I'm a son of a janitor. <laughs> Bernie got JB in, and look at JB now. He's going to be standing up, calling timeouts, making Seems big like money. he's been interim coach about he five does, different places. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Houston. Like, it's like the fixer. Was it Memphis? Memphis as well, Lakers. correct. Yeah, he's done a few of them. Yeah, he's the fixer. A, been, around, uh, been around the business for a good long while. Yeah. Plus, his name stands out, Bickerstaff. Yeah. And he's still only 40, so there's that. Well, he didn't play at the high level, right? So he probably got into coaching. Got into coaching, yeah. There's your NBA news as we wait for games Thursday night. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Classic bubble team. The Utah State Aggies, 21-7. and 
Bucks got to take care of business tonight. They got a lousy Wyoming team coming in the to worst. the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, that win, that win easily. Wyoming six wins, twenty losses. No, only one win in the conference. One in thirteen in conference. Yeah, they're terrible. They are. They're brutal. Uh, if you want to watch the game, it's only on ESPN three because really nobody wants to televise Wyoming when they're in this condition. Can we you, just say the computer? You can listen to that game right here on the Zone. Begin with the pregame show. I, at I honed in on college ball last night. Scotty Geo be up at six thirty. I wanted to. I watched uh, two whack. Oh, not whack. It's Mountain West. I watched Dayton. I wanted to see Dayton. I haven't really seen them. They're got, on track to be a two seed. Yeah, I got wooden. The wooden award is my only thing that I do. I want to see that Toppin kid who you know, has been getting a lot of run and so is deserving for National Player of the Year. So I watched a good portion of that game. It was a great evening for me. Watch <laughs> that game. You watch CSU Nevada? Are you in the mean? Both. Well, uh, CSU Vegas, and then before that was Nevada New Mexico. Which I would that I can understand because that'd be pretty interesting. But I didn't know. Well, but the Rams are in. Well, they were in second place, but the Vegas just hammered them. Scored fifty-one in the first half. Nevada went in and won in the pit, which is interesting because New Mexico, while being fairly mediocre in conference, now six and nine, uh, they'd been very good at home. Well, and also that was Steve Alford. He used to coach there. And Utah State's so. got to go there. Alfred returns. Yeah. So that was a great night. I watched three college games. I had my headphones on. I'm going to Miranda Lambert next week. So I was just jamming to her. I know you like her a lot. A lot. This ain't your mama's broken heart. <laughs> it's a great tune. Looking forward to that concert. I advise you to go if you're into country. And I am. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. NCAA's Division I Transfer Waiver Working Group, that doesn't really roll off the tongue, has proposed a concept that would allow all student-athletes to transfer one time without sitting out a year. Now, that already happens in some sports, but it doesn't happen in the more glamorous sports. Football, men's basketball, baseball's also on that list. Uh, The current proposal would allow athletes in all sports to compete immediately if they're in good academic standing not facing suspension at the original school and receive a release to transfer. Oh, so there's still got to be a release, huh? Yeah, I don't know what that's about. If they're going to hold you up, but I, to me, that, that this, this thing doesn't go near far enough. Because you could start saying, hey, you can't play this team because they're in a conference, you can't play that team because they're on our schedule. We'll transfer, yeah, not play, but nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can still go, but you'd have to pay your own way for a year. I don't think you should do that, and I don't think it's uh, strong enough. I think you should be able to go if the coach leaves uh, at uh, both schools, the school he left and the school he's going to, or she's going to. Uh, So, yeah, I think they need to make that stronger. I, I like it in principle, but I don't think it's strong enough. I'd agree with that. That receive a release to transfer, that still seems like guys could get it and women. Well, going players could get hung up on that. It's going backwards. It's now open for everybody. You'd have to be going back to where the coaches have to release you. Screw them. The player doesn't have to release the coach. That'd be great. They should have a vote. No, sorry, you can't go. Can't take that new job. They're trying to get this done in time for the 2021 academic year, or as we like oh, to nice. say, the next academic year. Okay, you ought to be able to done by Friday. I mean, let's do it. I know how complicated it is, right? <laughs> yes. Come on. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Look, 
This is a long process, right? And they have their process that they have to go through. And so I'm just blessed to be in the position that I'm in. If, if they select me, they select me. I'm going to do everything in my power to be the best football player that I can be. Mm. That's bold. <laughs> look. Why do people start with look? Look. What is look? Where did that come about? I got to start my sentence with You know look. the answer to this is obvious. Oh, I say look. Look. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> people can't edit every spoken word the way you can. Look. Well, what am I looking at? What am I doing? My eyes closed? It's actually here. It's not look. It's here. Because you're going to tell me something. There's nothing listen. to see. Listen. Listen is better. Listen is better than look. What it really means is, this is bleeping obvious. It's like, I like, <laughs> I'll tell you what better than, do you know what? But you don't it, really need it. Because when you say, do you know what, you're inviting me to answer, but really you don't want me to answer. Yeah. Whereas if you say... I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You're not inviting me to I'll respond. I'll tell you what. You're going to tell me. Or also, too, let me ask you this. Just ask me. Former Panthers star tight end Greg Olson going to Seattle, playing for the Seahawks for a year and $7 million. He'd been pursued by TV networks to become a game analyst. Put that off a year, play one more year. Join a team that's got a chance to uh, win it all. Carolina looks like a little bit of rebuilding here with New coaching staff. and How many game analysts do they need? It seems like they've got 5,000 of them. Lots. Push another one out the door. Somebody who's been, you know, in the booth five or ten years. Sorry, your name isn't as fresh. You're out. No, they go to the studio show. They, they move from the booth to uh, the studio okay. show. Come on. Studio shows are getting a little bloated now. they got five and six yeah, people in those. way yeah. too many. I wondered if he might end up in New England. The Patriots obviously need another re, uh, receiving threat. Well, you pondered that. I did I did ponder, but not, not happening. Not, not happening. Uh, late in yesterday's show, we told you Drew Brees coming back to make another run at it. That's the early in this morning show. The 2020 Saints. We told you. Huh? We're going to tell him one more time. The 7 o'clock listener needs to hear. He probably already knows by now. Probably. What does it mean, though? Pecking order here. So Bridgewater, I assume, will now go to the Chargers or the Raiders or the Colts or the Bucks or the Jags. One of the teams that needs a quarterback. I say San Diego. Take some. You're going to say that again, huh? Taysom Hill. You remembered. I did. (laughs) You didn't remember before. (laughs) Taysom Hill. Will he be the Saints' backup quarterback? Will they go get somebody else? I pondered that yesterday. Look. Look. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I feel like every single guy over there needs a beating. You know, it's, it's wrong. They're messing with people's careers. You know, I know we're all competitive and we're all we're out there competing, but there's right ways to do it and wrong ways to do it. And uh, I 100% disagree with the way they did it. Nick Markakis right there. They're just lining up and just piling on the Astros at this point. It's to the point that now even LeBron James is getting well, in on the action. Well, once thus saith LeBron. Listen. The issue is hey, settled. Hey, like LeBron, I am in sports. On social media, he started with, listen, not look. Listen. We should have said read. I know I don't play <laughs> baseball, but I am in sports. I know if, I cheated, if someone cheated me out of winning the title and I found out about it, I would be bleeping irate. I mean, like uncontrollable about what I would slash could do. 
Well, I like it. I find it cool that he's a sports fan. And he is. We've seen him at games going yeah. crazy. So when he was in Cleveland and yeah, they were in the baseball playoffs. He was right there. Right. So yeah, even though he grew up a Yankee fan, uh, the Cleveland had they had that going on there that seven game series with the Cubs a few years back. So I like that he's a sports fan, and I don't have any problem with him saying this. I found I've actually found it interesting. I don't necessarily know why he'd want to do it, but if he wants to do it, so be it. Listen here, baseball commissioner. Listen to your players speaking today about a disgusted, mad, hurt, broken, etc. about this. Literally, the ball is in your court. Or should I say field? And you need to fix this for the sake of sports. Hashtag just my thoughts coming from a sports junkie, regardless of my own sport I play. That was too long of a hashtag. But uh, <laughs> what, is, what, what is he calling? Did they not attempt to fix it is the fix not good enough is that what is he exactly saying there because now and I saw Aaron Judge we also we talked about this yesterday Marcakis they should all get a beating I mean obviously that's strong but Aaron Judge was up there and they asked him a question and he was silent for several seconds and then he started to answer it and the bottom line for him is that they didn't earn it and so now you've got a slew of guys that are just all saying the same thing here and once there's that level of amount of anger, I guess you could say, toward it, it's obviously very meaningful. And LeBron is in concert with the players of this of this other sport. So how long until they make him vacate the championship? Because that seems like what's going to be done. Uh, I don't think they're going to discipline the players. That just seems... He, he already gave them immunity. I know. What's the difference there? They go ahead, do it. I don't, well, what did they lose? It's, all, it's just a piece of hardware anywhere. <laughs> well, the commissioner <laughs> held another press conference. <laughs> that was that disrespectful. <laughs> repeat, re- referring to it as, quote, a piece of metal. Oh, metal. I knew it wasn't hardware. He was uh, attempting to make a rhetorical point. Yeah, he apologized on that one. It's what they play for outside yeah. of them, the money. I mean, it's what the team plays for. It's it's really all the fans get. They don't get any of the money. And so... That's no, they get ticket they, prices raised. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's what they're, they're playing. The fans are in it to have you win it so they can enjoy it. So you can't denigrate and downgrade that because that's all the fans really get out of it uh, in the end if you're fortunate enough to get it. They're not getting the financial windfall that these guys already got and will continue to get. So it's an interesting thing. You know, it's not going away. I think baseball, probably anybody in that situation wants, okay, we've issued a penalty. Let's move on. You know, that's a big thing. Let's move on. But it's clear that the players are not ready to move on. And maybe it's because it's spring training. There's nothing to move on to. Yeah, they're not even – they still have uh, next week before they actually get a few games going on. So all they're doing is just kind of taking BP and going through their workouts. So there's a lot of time to talk about it because you don't have to stress about yet getting prepared for the season and you're not in the season yet. But we were talking about how when the Astros would have to answer for this when they got to – camp so everyone's getting their say right. is Aaron Judge going to have another press conference and another long pause and another because now he's had it well but I think it depends on what happens if they go ahead and vacate if they should oh wait a second we're going to give you a two game suspension or the first time the Astros are thrown at and blah 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 so yes he said it right now and now he would just be repeating it I agree with you but, but the first time they play the Astros maybe there's the other, yeah. other things that will come along potentially 
because apparently this story is not over and we're not moving on. We're still in the midst of it because I watch MLB Network a lot in the afternoon and it's still going on and it's still being discussed. Maybe next week when we get to games at that point, they'll be all right. Everyone has said their piece. Let's not be labored here. But if they do something else. Yeah, it's still the first time all these teams will play the Astros. So they got to get through that. But that's to come. I'm talking about for the next few weeks. But they'll be the first time they play these teams in spring training. I mean, you know what it's like to be a beat writer and have to come up with something every day when that presents itself. Yeah, I know. But in spring training, you know, it's going to be three, four weeks before they get more than one at bat. Yeah. So, it'll, but it'll continue to linger. And the first time someone throws an inside strike, <laughs> it'll be an issue. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up today, Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Tim Lacombe, jazz radio studio analyst, former Utah, Utah and BYU basketball staffer, is going to join us to talk jazz at 8.30. Question of the day, and we can get to this next, PK. How worried should Ute fans be? How worried should Pac-12 fans be about the revenue gap? Is this all hand-wringing over nothing, or could it be a problem down the line? And if so, how? We will get to that next. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Worst mistake I ever made as an official. Second and third, the shortstop was like, how many outs, Blue? How many outs, Blue? I look down at my clicker, I go, yeah, yeah, one out. Of course, the very next pitch gets hit right to her. She scoops it up, she's got to throw it to the plate. She fires it home, catch light tag, safe. All of a sudden, this coach is like, Lacey, we got two down, go to first! And I'm like, they don't have two down. I look back at the scoreboard, says two, ah! and I just thought to myself, oh, I'm a dead man. <laughs> very next batter, base hit, three to one, oh, Oh, no, man. <laughs> I'm standing there. I'm like, yep, here it comes. And I hear him like, Lacey, what are you doing? What, what, what? And all of a sudden I hear this, blow! He lit into me. Thankfully, <laughs> they rallied and won the game 5-3. I don't know how. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. TJ and PK brought to you in part by Action Plumbing. Call Action Plumbing and get your winter furnace tune-up and safety check for $33. Call Action Plumbing at 801-833-3333 or go to actionplumbing.net. Question of the morning. Falling behind in revenue. No team in the playoffs. Coaches getting hired away. Lack of exposure with the Pac-12 network. How much trouble is the Pac-12 in? Well, I think it's in trouble if it's interested in competing with the Big Ten and SEC and Clemson. In football or in basketball, too? Nobody cares about basketball. It's football. Uh, I mean, you're not competing with Clemson in basketball. You're really, in the SEC outside of Kentucky, I don't know really who does it in basketball consistently anyway. Teams have their moments, LSU or whomever. Uh, Auburn is pretty good right now. It's about the football thing because nobody says, wow, they haven't had a team in the Final Four since blah, blah, blah. Although they haven't. Uh, I think Oregon went a few years back, though. Uh, So it's not that big of a deal. But, I mean, we can recite the the number of years they haven't won it and yada, yada in football. But it doesn't seem like 
in the short term, they really care that much. I mean, they're, we, we played that clip from the Arizona State Athletic Director, Ray Anderson, that said, fine. Basically, he's saying, fine. If they want, Michigan State wants to pay $5 million to a coach who's won five games, let them. We're not going to do it. They've become the rich man's BYU. We're not going to pay that. So if you want to go to take that money, good luck to you, buddy. Everybody draws a line in the yeah. sand at some point. Two million, four million, six million. But I do think in that way the Pac-12 is drawing a line in the sand because they have to, because they don't have the money. If they had the money, would they do it? Michigan State clearly has the money. But at the same time, they paid the Pac-12 multiple coaches $10 million to go away. To, to go away. So you're kind of you're sort of talking out of both sides of your mouth there. I mean, Ray Anderson is basically saying, "Yeah, we're going to have a comprehensive athletic program, and that's more important to us." But I'm going to fire well, what's his face Graham and pay him ten million dollars, and the new guy, he you know he's okay. He got Herm got just lambasted way too much, and now I think he's being praised way too much. <laughs> and he's fifteen and eleven. That's all right. Don't confuse it with 22 and 2 yeah. like Urban did at Utah. It's not phenomenal. And you paid uh, 10 million bucks. So really, you're, you're and Herman's getting in the two, two and a half, three million. So really, you're paying more than that because you're paying, and Graham is going to get every penny of that even at Hawaii. So a story, oh, no offset. No? Hmm. No? He's going to get that. And so, so you're paying two coaches. And what have you really gotten so far? Well, you got a second and a third place finish, and you, know, you had some nice moments. You beat Oregon, and you know, only won the Sun Bowl, I guess, if that's a big deal. But you know, other than that, and was that different? Now, maybe it'll pay off in the next two to three years. Remains to be seen. But so far, they've been pretty much who they've been. You know, a few nice wins, a few crappy losses. Uh, make a bowl and win half of them, and away you go. But you've really been, you know, not even close to a national player. And, you know, it's basically the story of them for the last 30-some years, right? So really, the teams that are hurt, because there are a lot of fan bases who would be pumped to win the Pac-12. Of course. And then find out they're not going to the playoff. They'd still be pumped because they won the Pac-12 Well, everybody so would be in the moment. When you win the Pac-12, you're pumped. No matter where you're going, you're pumped. Every single fan base would be. Oregon's fan base, two years ago, I was there. Washington wasn't going to the playoff. It was already predetermined, and they were pumped in the moment to win the Pac-12. Yeah, every team, all 12 of them would be. I can still see a couple fan bases where they'll start complaining about that. USC and Oregon, maybe Washington, in the long run will complain. I don't know. I said what I said. I stand by it. In the moment, they're excited. I've been there. I've watched the fans. I've watched the players standing on the field. They sure look excited to me. And Oregon knew it wasn't going to the playoff last year, and it was all fired up, too. Devin says, as long as Larry Scott is running things and university presidents still support him, we are all screwed. Jack, Larry Scott, Larry Scott, Larry Scott. Is this plan enough? Then there's the people just taunting. Ben, they need to start selling more Pac-12 ticker stickers to put on your car window. That should fix the revenue problem. Pac-10? I think it's Pac-12. Jake says, I think it's very troubling for anyone who has a Pac-12 sticker on the back of their car. How embarrassing. 
But there are people who aren't worried about it at all. Aaron says they're going to be fine, win a couple of those big games, and it's a non-issue. People not affiliated with the Pac-12 are simply trying to tear it down to build themselves up. Go Utes. (laughs) I'm far more affiliated with the Pac-12 than you'll ever be. (laughs) Shane says they are the Mountain West with a little more money. Kids are fooled into thinking they're going to an elite school, an elite conference. Bill Walton needs to say conference of the non-relevant. Go Cougars. I get it. I'd be jealous, too. I understand. I understand the motivation. It doesn't mean that much to you that you didn't get invited, so you're trying to match the hurt. We we understand. Anthony believes the pack is in lots of trouble, horrible leadership. Instead of fixing things, they extend the people doing a horrible job. I don't think they're in a lot of trouble. It's just how much do they care about it to change what they've got. John says, I honestly believe that one of three things will happen. A major conference shuffle that combines higher-profile PAC teams with high-profile Big 12 teams. Or the PAC teams go independent with some sort of scheduling agreement. Those teams with a high media value are tired of feeding all the open mouths from Corvallis and Pullman, Tucson, etc., uh, that could maybe be SC in Oregon. That's about it. And see, that's the whole thing is I don't see that happening because they keep talking about having a high-level athletic program, and a lot of them do. Those non-revenue sports, they're awesome. Last night on the Pac-12, the U.S. national softball team is playing Arizona. They're not playing Indiana. <laughs> no, they're not. You know what I mean? They're playing a school that's had a lot of high-level players and won championships right. and gone to college World Series, even when they don't win the championship. Yes. Still in the mix. When I was down in, when I was working for the Casa Grande Dispatch, there was a junior college in our area, in Central Arizona Junior College. It's halfway between Casa Grande and Coolidge. And the coach was Candrea, who then went on to the U of A and is still there. So I knew him a little bit back in the 80s. And he had a kick-butt JC softball program. I mean, a national caliber. And he's continued it for many, many years. He's been the national coach. And I was watching a little bit of the game. Not much, but I did flick over. Uh, And for a softball game in February at night, he had a pretty good crowd. It's the U.S. national team. So that matters to them. So if you were to go independent, where are you going to put the other programs? You're not going to go to the West Coast Conference. And those other programs matter. They may not matter to you. They don't matter as much to me. I'll be the first to admit. But I know they matter to these other programs, to these other universities. And so... There would be a, it would be problematic as far as where would you put these nationally ranked programs, not just average programs. I mean, these programs in these other sports are awesome. That's why Walton can get off saying five hundred times the conference, conference of, of champions. champions because they dominate volleyball, those, tennis, golf, water polo, swimming, softball on down the line, track and field, track and field, yeah, golf. I mean, they're really good at those other sports. And they take pride in that. 
I think the question is, do they take pride in it because that's what they have to take pride in, or would they prefer to take pride in football, but they can't really take pride in football, so they have to go this other way? So it's much of a somewhat of a cop out. Well, we've got to say we're really good at this because we are, and we're not as good over here because we're not, and we're not getting the money. I wonder how much money will be there because of just geography. You know, back when, well, two things that aren't changing is geography and the fan interest. You'd play night games if you wanted to, not because somebody assigned you it. No, USC and UCLA played night games, though. I remember seeing night games. In the beginning of the year. Yeah. And, and sometimes towards the end. But now, I mean, you could pretty well count on it. And they're being assigned times that doesn't allow for this exposure. That's where I think they need to try to revamp that in the next deal. If we have teams that are in the top 10 in the college football playoff poll when it comes out, what, the first week of November, last week of October, whenever it is, that they can't start more than at 5 p.m. local time. Doesn't matter who they play. Because at that point, everybody, once we got to November in the conference, everybody was honed in on Oregon and Utah. Seems like you really need two night games for TV, but you don't need the other four to be at night. They don't need all night games. Well, they don't need any. The TV wants them. The TV needs two, but the TV doesn't need four. And so, to your point, when you get those marquee games, when USC's playing Oregon, or USC-Washington, this year with well, Utah and Washington. It's, it's Oregon right. and Utah versus anybody. Right. But the Utah-Washington Washington game was in the afternoon. It didn't get shuffled off to 8.30 at night. It wasn't a good time slot. It was a great time slot. Yeah. Yeah. It was played in the day. It was a lot of fun. People were jacked up. Ute fans obviously were. Uh, we already know the Utah-USC game is slated for a Friday night this year. Yeah, that's early. No, you're going to have that. You, 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 that. you just can't have every situation where you just take and don't give. And, you know, it was Friday last year, and it was fine. I mean, in fact, if you could do that, that would set yourself apart. Utah fans like to think they have a rivalry with SC. They're kidding themselves, but they like to think so. Well, how about we play it every Friday? Every Have something different. It would set it apart. Yeah. Because they've done it now a few times. I guess the one thing that I think could worry people in the long run is if a couple of the schools that do have bigger time aspirations – Pull along some of their friends and decide, hey, let's get the top six revenue clubs from the Pac-12 and make one division and the top six from the Big 12 and make another division and make a league. You know, if, if just the Pac-12 falls behind, that's one thing. But if the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are both behind, that could be a problem down the road. Well, I think Big that's a long way off. They're not, they're not doing too badly right now. Well, and so at this point, why would Oklahoma and Texas give up that little kingdom? It's working for Oklahoma. And Texas just got to get its act together. It's not because of money. Why would they? I mean, what what's the incentive there? And then what are you going to do? You going to you going to go to Eugene, Oregon, to play a tennis game? <laughs> I mean, come on, that doesn't make any sense. But if you're making football decisions, there are other things that have been done that don't make sense. 
that's what the Pac-12 is saying, that we're not making football decisions exclusively. That's the whole point, is they're looking to run a comprehensive athletic program, and they want A to Z to be good and great, and a lot of them they are. And so that's their big thing, is that they have this comprehensive athletic program, and that's what they're going to go. So they're not going to pay their football coaches $6, 7000000 million. It's just not going to happen. And so somebody like Mel Tucker, who, relatively speaking, at the head coach level, has done squat. Well, yeah. maybe that'll work to the Pac-12's way, that schools will spend a lot of money, spend a lot of money buyouts, and get tired of doing that. Everybody can't win. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State are all paying a lot of money, and somebody's got to finish fourth in that division. Maybe the quench, the thirst for win, will get it so they'll pay even more. That's true. <laughs> $20 million coaches coming your way soon. I don't know about soon, but possible. And... And it's the assistants, too. The great thing for Utah this year is they didn't lose anybody yet. And I asked Kyle that. And you see that. And when they usually lose, the good thing, it would be much better now to lose somebody than it would have been. No. Uh, As far as recruiting, you don't want to lose them in December and January when a lot of them leave. Because then you have to bring in Coach A, and he has to start over replacing coach right. fill in the blank who left and so the coach fill in the blank who left has got all these relationships well now you shuffle it around and you know you got to piecemeal it to a degree and so you lose to a degree some form of contact well now they're they're recruiting next year and a year after and a year after that so there's plenty of time if you lose somebody now to go ahead and take over you know you'll have time to build those con- uh, relationships back you know, BYU has an opening. They lost somebody after the fact. Well, if you're going to lose the running back coach, now's the greatest time to lose him. Because he's still got a few weeks before, well, two weeks before spring ball, and you've already done with the recruiting class, and whoever you bring in, whether it's uh, Ganther up there at uh, Weber, who was in the running last time, or whoever it might be, if they promote uh, Harvey Unga, uh, you know, he can step right in and have plenty of time to build it. And I think that helped... University of Utah's football program is not having the immediate turnover. Uh, But we've already seen a number of programs who have had their assistants taken away because they're, and every assistant who gets his money doubled, every one of them should take them. And they should not have to meet with the players, they should not have to do anything. I think Mel Tucker was a, was somewhat dirty of the reports we're getting out. But as far as an assistant goes, That's they a get a better offer. It's a different deal. You should yeah. take it every single time. Yeah. You're a, you're all a year away from getting fired, so and you're not making near the cash. Yeah. So and you're only uh, most of the time guaranteed to the next season, maybe the following season after that. You know these other guys. There's no assistants are getting ten million bucks when Todd Graham gets fired yeah. or Mike McIntyre gets fired. They're left to fend for themselves. The Devils fired a guy who's now a high school coach. Fending for himself. Yeah, they fired two offensive guys. One of them, well, coordinator, and he became the receivers coach down in Miami. And the other guy became the high school coach in Colorado. Obviously, his salary is going to take a massive hit. There's nothing wrong with being a high school coach. I'm not. That's not the point. No, but, but the, the salary point is discrepancy. You're, you're making a couple grand in a lot of cases. Yeah. If you got a teaching or, job teach. to go with it, yeah, yeah. But it's still the salary discrepancy. Massive. Yeah, 
I don't know that there's high school coaches slash teachers making two hundred grand. Try Texas. That's where it's happening. All right, go to Texas then. Then, but not everybody can go to Texas. Nope. Uh. So, assistance. I've got no problem with that. But it's. It, I don't want to be an alarmist because I don't really care about the playoff. See, if the conference doesn't care about the playoff, that's fine. But if the conference does care about the playoff, well, cares some about the money. Well, the some of the higher revenue teams look to split off and join up with the Big Twelve. No, that would be the only thing that would really scare me. But in the those long run. those higher revenue teams believe they can get there right here because they have gotten there. I mean, no one was screaming about this when Pete Carroll was doing his thing. <laughs> that's a true story. You know, and they were the dominant program for a good number of years. Certainly the dominant program in the conference, if not the country. And when Chip Kelly was over there, they were getting to where they wanted to go. So it's not like it can't be done. That's why I can't say, oh, man, they are just in a world of hurt here and it's never going to be done. Things have changed, obviously, since Carroll and any 10-year period, you're going to have significant change. And, you know, it's probably well, how long has it been since Pete was there? It's if not 10, it's getting real close to it. Uh, and things change. So how can they adapt? And I don't think SC's issues have been money. They've no, been and just we had Ryan management. A- we had Ryan Abraham on. He just talked about internally they got to get stuff together. It's, They've had all sorts of stuff going on. They've had multiple on. scandals, some that yeah. didn't have anything to do with sports. And Utah, football-wise, has had zero scandals. And they've been able to enjoy... Some pretty doggone good success. Success, Not the highest level, but, you know, there's only one team who's going to win the conference. Uh, so they've been able, they've still, they've had a, what would you say, in the last uh, couple years, uh, last five years, top three, top four program? Football-wise? Basketball's a mess right now, but football-wise, top four? Football over the last uh, six years, I would say five of the last six years, it would have been nine wins or better. They had, the, they had the one seven and six in there. Yeah, and you're sending all sorts of kids to this NFL yeah. spiel. I mean, nine guys. That's just awesome. That's awesome, man. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We'll so talk with Greg Hansen about all this coming up in 20 minutes. Arizona Daily Star. Next, I have got a major, major bone to pick with you. Major. Well, I look forward to that. This D- is, no, this is serious now. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. With 12 locations conveniently located along the Wasatch Front, Stewart Orthopedic and Sports Medicine provides care close to home. Make an appointment at mystewartortho.com today. Join Scotty and Hans Thursday from noon to 3 
at 3584 West, 90th South in West Jordan. All right, we got a lot of people still uh, weighing in. Actually, a couple of good takes. But uh, before we get back to the Pac-12 and its issues and its woes, you have what you referred to in the previous segment as a major bone to pick with me. Yeah, over the weekend, I went down to St. George, got in a little golf, and there's a couple of guys that I uh, got hooked up with. And uh, about the eighth hole, I, I hadn't told them what I did, but they figured it out. And he asked me, he says, uh, he says, he says, I, I bet you DJ isn't a very good golfer. And I said, no, actually, he's gotten a lot better. And I said, uh, you know, in the time of his life, he's got more free time now with kids growing up. And so I've golfed with him eh, several times over the last couple of golfing seasons, and I've yeah. seen substantial improvement, and it's actually encouraging. And I said uh, that if he continues to work on his game, the strokes will come down. You'll level off at some point, but yeah. you're not at that point. You're at the point of improving just because of the consistency of playing. I'm enough and, of a hacker and, 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 that there's still room to grow well, without and, getting and, really and, good. And your, your coordination's fine. You want to improve. I do want to, so, yes. Uh, I, I find golf fun, especially yeah. if you're with the right people. Yeah, and, and, and so uh, I, the point is I was sticking up for you. Thank you. Well, yesterday I got this. as This was uh, texted to me. Some uh, internet spiel. Guy says, I golfed with DJ last fall. He's a nice guy, and we had a great time playing. The biggest challenge for him every day is PK. (laughs) I have grown tired of PK and his radio persona. DJ is pretty much a straight man to his comedian or attempt at comedy. I swore if I ever met DJ, I would tell him he is the most patient man I have ever met because of what he deals with every morning and on Sunday TV. And I did. He laughed and told me I'm not the first person who told him that. That's true. Instead of saying, you know, the first few years I bounced around with a bunch of partners, but in 2002, I found my life radio partner and we've had 18 years of radio bliss and I am not able to do this every morning without him. And so, no, it's not about being patient. It's about a partnership that has worked beyond our wildest dreams. But no, you said, (coughs) yeah, you're right. That... Son of a coach. I've had to just deal with him. Yeah. That was good. Right. Son of a coach. That's what you said this morning. I know. That's why it Just was good. the other day, I stick up for you on a golf course. Here, you hammer me on a golf course. Well, that's not exactly what happened, but... You're All I know the... is right there. Yeah, okay, that's fine. It was sent to me in writing. Son of an anonymous dude. I got no patience for dudes who are anonymous. I don't know what triggered all this, but this was a... Not, you know, if, if you put your name to it... Like, there's a guy out there, his, name, his last name's Dart, a Ute fan. I told him, the guy said, you got any criticism of me? Let me have it. Because you put your name on it, and I want to hear what you have to say. So we've exchanged social uh, communication several times. He's got something I don't like I, that he doesn't like that I say or write. Let me hear from you. Because you put your name on it. I got no problem with that. Some anonymous dude. I don't really have any patience for that. But the fact that you hammered me when I stick up for you, thanks a lot. No, I didn't hammer I don't you. think our ever relationship could ever be the same. <laughs> you could have pout now. I'm serious. I could tell people this why hurts. you are I could tell people why you are the way you are, but you don't want me to tell. This hurts. So I don't. This hurts. Do you want me to tell? Oh, don't don't put See? it on me. That is don't. so classic you. I, I can a, tell people why you're neurotic, but I don't. <laughs> I told them that you got coordination and you're going to improve. Which may or may not be true. We're just hoping yeah. it's true. No, I don't bring up any of that other stuff and how most of the people in the building can't stand your guts. No, I don't tell them that at all. I just let that go. 
But you, right there, a chance to stick up for me, and you didn't. I'm tired of being slammed and you being praised. I'm sick of it. That's not going to change, though. Those are the hats we've chosen to wear. Even though you're better than your, your rep. What are you, Hyman Roth? Those are the hats we've chosen? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> Although I'm saying it in a really cold studio on a really cold morning. And I'd rather say it on a balcony with blue skies and sunshine. Hey, and, see, and, and, and a nice, temperature gauge right there. And a nice piece of cake. Yeah, geez. Just a nice piece of cake. Holy cow. Hey, oh, but I, I, I've cake. now chosen. Forget it. I'm going to do what you do. Tell him I slice everything. My grip's all wrong. My mission now it's too much sway is to get this. compliments on my radio and television work. And the stuff that I write. You you get them all the time. You got tons of fans. I've told you that millions of times. Well, yeah, but they're just, they're they're silent. No, they're not. Your fans are not silent. Well, not to me. So here, right now. PK! PK! I want a compliment. I'm I'm tired of getting hammered in the same breath that you get praised. How about that? Yeah, I would be tired of that if I were you too. That's not particularly And you had a chance to end that, but you just added to the fuel. You poured gas. Instead of saying, no, 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 he's really a great guy. Oh, yes, I am so patient. You are so (laughs) right. You don't know half of it. I am just one hell of a person. That's the message you sent. Huh. He's a bum, and I am just awesome. Look this at me. This is radio, but we need the hand motions Look at translated. Me. Oh, man. A man of such dignity and such patience. Have I told you about my charity work? <laughs> You're the one who talks about the charity work. Fong Ghoul. <laughs> no one ever known about the road home if you hadn't started blurting stuff Bull out. crap! You're on the television doing 5,000 <clears throat> commercials about it. It only takes five bucks to feed. That's not the road home. It's the same thing. They don't know the difference. It's charity work. What the hell's the difference? Jeez. <laughs> All right, coming up, Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star. He's going to join us next. Hey, they had softball there. Do they really do they really care that Arizona's not ever gonna get anywhere near a playoff? I care. We'll ask him next. 975 at 1280 the zone.